Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of the Todd Herman Show. They call me the Emerald City Exile. The ROI would audit the spending, like every other organization on Earth of that size. But when you have a Pentagon that can't seem to find $2 trillion, why would they ever allow themselves to be audited? Check out the Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you want to know what the left's real plan is for your kids, just look at the reaction to the work Patriot Mobile did in multiple school districts in Texas. The left is losing their minds. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative mobile phone provider and a force for conservative values. This is because they take a portion of your bill and fund conservative causes and candidates who believe in the sanctity of life, freedom of speech, the Second Amendment, and they're winning. Patriot Mobile has affordable plans for you, your family, even your business. They offer the same nationwide coverage as the major carriers because they use multiple major networks. Plus, you're supporting conservative values with every call. Visit patriotmobile.com slash Dana or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation using offer code Dana. Special discounts are also available for veterans and first responders. Join our movement, make the switch today and a difference tomorrow. Patriotmobile.com slash Dana. That's patriotmobile.com slash Dana, 972-PATRIOT. Good morning, folks, and it is a good morning. Moments ago, standing together with her wife, Sherelle, uh, in the Oval Office, I spoke with Brittany Griner. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances, Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones, and, uh, and she should have been there all along. This is a day we've worked toward for a long time. We never stopped pushing for her release. It took painstaking and intense negotiations, and I want to thank all the hardworking public servants across my administration who worked tirelessly to secure her release. Well, it's not Paul Whelan. And uh, it's not Mark Fogle. It's not one of the other many Americans that are in prison over in Russia. It's uh, Brittany Griner. That's the big news this morning. It's a great PR move for Biden. We're going to talk about that. Welcome to the show. It is uh, Thursday. It doesn't feel like Thursday, though, does it? Doesn't It feels not like a Thursday. But welcome to the program. It's good to be with you, Dana Lash here, to start our first hour off together correctly. If you subscribe to the newsletter, you got a bunch of this already. I sent out, um, I sent out a, a piece... Uh, actually just a little bit ago on this whole issue the Brittany Griner issue so this is what this is what happened the president of the United States announced this morning and that was from the, the what you just heard the audio that you just heard is from his remarks he made this announcement that they uh, were they traded WNBA's Brittany Griner for the merchant of death the notorious arms dealer, Victor Boot, who's, I didn't realize this and actually until recently, you know that Nick Cage movie, Lord of War, I think is what it's called? The guy who's the arms dealer? Oh, that, so that was apparently based off Victor Boot. Yeah, so it was apparently based off him. So Biden had the press conference. He tweeted out that he spoke with Griner this morning, and she's, I guess, on a plane now back from Russia. She had gotten in trouble in February of this year because she entered the country with cannabis oil. Now, cannabis is super illegal in Russia. You can't, 
You can't bring it over to Russia. And I'm pretty sure that the WNBA probably has told everybody that. And I'm pretty sure that everybody else knew about that. But I don't know. I guess, you know, I realize one of the dangers in having two sets of, of, of rules for Democrats and Republicans and celebrities and regular people is that, you know, people think that those, those, those special laws, those double standards, they think that they are, uh, that's universal. And it's not. It's not universal. It's not universal in Russia. It's not universal in the UK. It's not really universal anywhere else. But there are people who think that, you know, it is. So she was released. Biden continues his streak of abandoning Marines uh, because Paul Whelan, who has been in detention since 2018, is still in prison. And so Brittany Griner, she was arrested, as I said, February this year. She smuggled cannabis oil into Russia, which is illegal in the country. And she was traded for Victor Boot. Now, Boot... If you want to know anything about him, he is, this is the guy that we traded Griner for. So Victor Boot, as I said, that Nick Cage movie, The Lord of War, that was like who he was based on. And he's this notorious arms dealer, KGB associate. They kept saying that they don't know if he was an actual spy or not. Maybe he was. But KGB associate, he has... Traded arms with everybody. He's met with Hezbollah. He's traded arms with uh, terrorists in Colombia. I mean, everywhere. Uh, he was char- He had a number of charges. He's put in prison here in the United States. Uh, amongst those were conspiring to kill Americans. He tried to sell missiles to take down passenger jets. He helped arm Al-Qaeda. He stole 30... After, so after the Soviet Union fell, he went in and stripped Ukraine of about $32 billion of weaponry. And... He's, I mean, that's a huge win, a huge PR win. This is what John Brennan, now, normally I don't, I, I, well, I dislike John Brennan because he lied under oath. This was a guy who spied on staffers in D.C. But this is what he actually had to say about Victor Boot. This was back in 2010. When he was asked whether or not the administration, now this is under Obama-Biden, had any concern that, Uh, He was asked, does the administration have concern that his extradition, Victor Boot's extradition, may yet hit an obstacle in getting him back to the United States? This was um, in Thailand when they had arrested him, etc., because he was arrested in 2010. Brennan said that the Thai appellate court upheld the extradition. They said Boot is someone who for two decades was responsible for arms trafficking and supporting terrorist organizations on multiple continents, South America, Africa and Asia. In fact, he was in Africa trading arms, and that's when he first got on uh, the radar of U.S. intel. They said he was arrested in March of 2008. He got back. They brought him back to the United States uh, later in 2010. They said that they sought his extradition so he could be tried in New York. They were working with uh, Thai government to do that, Thai's government. And they said that he, he basically fueled terrorist organizations worldwide. So Putin gets back his most notorious arms dealer and Biden gets an image boost with his base by releasing a celebrity while other Americans languish in Russian prisons. So that's kind of the thing. I mean, this. uh, I mean, we it's insane that we've traded we 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 traded uh, this guy um, for Brittany Griner. I'm just. It's just kind of amazing to me. I mean, if you're going to break the law abroad, you better be a left-wing celebrity, I guess. Now, this is from 
further from Biden's remarks, audio sound by three, because a lot of people were asking, okay, well, what about Paul Whelan? Paul Whelan is the Marine who was arrested in 2018 in Russia and accused of spying, and he's still in detention. Listen. We never forgot about Brittany. We've not forgotten about Paul Whelan, who's been unjustly detained in Russia for years. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. We brought home Trevor Reed when we had a chance earlier this year. Sadly, for totally illegitimate reasons, Russia is treating Paul's case differently than Brittany's. And while we have not yet succeeded in securing Paul's release, we are not giving up. We will never give up. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I just, I'm just, um, wow, it's just amazed. I'm amazed. Not just him, but Mark, what's his name? Mark Fogel. Let me bring this up. Mark Fogel committed a lesser crime with medical marijuana, and he sits in a jail cell, and apparently nobody cares. He was arrested in uh, 21. He arrived in Moscow. He had medical marijuana. He had a prescription and everything. And it's very similar to that of Brittany Griner's. Apparently, it was less than what she brought in, but he is still in jail. So, I mean, I'm just, this whole thing is, is just wild. The fact that we traded, the thing that gets me, though, is why this guy? Why this guy? Why trade? Like, this is, because I go back to the Bo Bergdahl thing. You guys remember this whole story of Bo Bergdahl, right? I think everybody remembers this. This was infuriating. So, Bo Bergdahl, this was... Obama Biden and this report had come in of this guy who had had disappeared and it ended up you know horrifically uh, he ended up being cap he was held captive and I'm using air quotes because I don't I have my own opinion from 09 to 2014 by the Haqqanis and they're affiliated with the Taliban uh, the Haqqani network and so in 2009 they said he had wa- just walked off base with some of the Afghan counterparts, and they thought he was taken prisoner, except he didn't seem like somebody who was taken prisoner. Not at all. It seemed like, you know, he was kind of, because he was down in the United States. I mean, there's a, there's a lot here, but the point is, is that we traded uh, what the, they call them the dream team for Taliban, uh, some notorious terrorists. And he just, I mean, there was a huge backlash with the Obama-Biden administration. He ended up getting dishonorable discharge, um, all this because of he was six people were killed and looking for him. And that was the other thing. And I've actually talked to people who were a part of that whole mission. And they were saying that um, it was just really weird because every time that they would encounter conflict, um, it almost seemed as though someone had told the people, the terrorists attacking them, where they were, giving them their coordinates. And they just thought that was really odd. Hmm. Six people were killed looking for this guy, this deserter, this traitor. I think he's a traitor. And he, I mean, I mean he, he was charged finally with desertion. He was, he's not a, he, he's not a hero. No, I don't know anyone that served that called him one. But we traded five of the most notorious members of the Taliban for Bo Bergdahl, five of their toadies. I, I mean, honestly, I think that he should have gotten the, a, a traitor's punishment, Bo Bergdahl. 
not even given the courtesy of being brought back to the United States. The six soldiers who died looking for him, and we trade, we trade five Taliban. And what's crazy, shockingly, I'm sure you're not surprised, those five Taliban that we traded for Bo Bergdahl immediately went back and guess what they did? They joined, they rejoined, that's right, they rejoined. They rejoined the Taliban. Immediately. That came from military times. Five members of the Afghan Taliban freed from Guantanamo Bay immediately joined the group's quote-unquote political office in Qatar. You know, because the Taliban have a spokesperson. Hmm. So what's to say this isn't going to go any differently? Every time we do this, it ends up horrifically. What's to say this is, not, this is going to be any different? Listen to this. This is, this is Anthony Blinken. This is just crazy to me. Listen to this. Audio is done by 15. This was not a choice of which American to bring home. The choice was one or none. I wholeheartedly wish that we could have brought Paul home today on the same plane as Brittany, just as at the time, I wish we could have brought Brittany and Paul home when we secured the release of Trevor Reed back in April. Hmm. I mean, I have a question. yeah, go ahead. Why? Are they putting themselves, and I mean Anthony Blinken, Biden, the rest of this administration, in a position to where they're the one that has to make the choice? Or why there's even any choice at all that we have to wrestle with? Where is their strength in negotiation? It's not here. They just here. bend over. It's not a win to take an anti-American basketball player. They need to go Tulsa player. King on this, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, and trade I, him for a... I mean, I'd be having this guy on a Zoom, and I'd have a million different guns pointed at his head and a hot poker right up, right, 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 getting ready to penetrate his derriere. And I'd be like, how you guys want to do this? We can do this the easy way or the real easy way. Be leaders and stop acting like Russia has to give you a choice. This is why I'm upset about it. I don't know. Maybe if, some of, if, maybe if those Americans that are imprisoned in... Uh, uh, jail over there in Russia. Maybe if they were as anti-American as Brittany Griner's been, maybe they'd been released a hell of a lot quicker. Who knows? Unbelievable. We got a lot coming for you, though. Uh, in addition to this, a Border Patrol agent was killed in a crash while chasing illegal entrants. And uh, congressional report shows border the border crisis is just bad. Suicides are now increasing yet again amongst Custom and Border Patrol agents. We've got that for you. Where does Biden also have the authority to use tax dollars to bail out union pensions? We've got this for you. We've got a whole bunch of stuff to hit. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super B Tart Chews are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise, and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO, they have zero sugar, and are simply delicious. Tart Cherry Gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off Tart Cherry Gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com slash Dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com slash Dana for up to 35% off Tart Cherry Gummies. Buytartcherry.com slash Dana. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. 
Oh, all right. So for <laughs> just saw something stupid, some ex-Twitter employees uh, are holding a press conference in San Francisco. I don't care. I don't care. What are they going to do? Wine? Someone give them a pacifier. I don't know. They're having an, uh, a press conference about uh, their meet their experience with Twitter since Elon Musk took over and made them work for their money. Oh, my gosh. You know what this? Can you guys hear this? Can you hear it? It's the world's tiniest violin. This is depressing. The Schoolhouse Rock co-creator George Newell is dead at 88 years old. He's died at 88 years old. Born in 1934. Advertising exec and jazz pianist. He was the last living member of Schoolhouse Rock, which actually sounds kind of like a jazz band, as opposed to just like a bunch of people who created a kid's show. It seems really cool. The series ran from 73 to 84. It was revived in the 90s, and it set common sense lessons to really cool music and animation. I mean, I learned everything I know about conjunctions from Schoolhouse Rock and how bills work before I ever learned about it in school. So, man, he was uh, he was a truly awesome dude. Oh, America's worst drivers are not actually found in Dallas Chick-fil-A parking lots, which was what I was going to guess. Uh, in fact, they're found in Utah, California, and Iowa. Iowa? I mean, Utah, maybe there's mountains and stuff, but Iowa, like, you're, it's flat. Why are you a bad driver in Iowa? Utah motorists scored poorly in all categories of dangerous driving, crashes, drunk driving, roads, and... But Utah! (gasps) Mm, Y'all act like you are so perfect, and mm, we got receipts on you right now. Ooh! Iowa, California, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Ohio. So Utah is the worst. And then California, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Ohio. Those are the five states that have the worst drivers. Mm-hmm. I don't know if getting nothing for Christmas. Uh, let's see. John F. Kennedy assassination investigator has jarring new claim about, is it going to be the stuff that I've already read? 5,000? Yes, it is. Stuff. It's nothing new. Give us some new stuff. I want new stuff. We have a lot more on the way. Where does Biden have the authority to use tax dollars to bail out union pensions? Just genuine questions. Stick with us. Black Rifle Coffee Company is helping you knock out your holiday shopping. If you have a coffee lover on your shopping list, Black Rifle has the best coffee brewing gear, thermoses, mugs, and apparel, all designed for folks who love America. Stuff your stockings with all of the highest grade American roasted coffee and become a holiday hero by joining the Black Rifle Coffee Club. Set your coffee delivery schedule to your exact preferences and it arrives at your door with no shipping fees. It's the gift that just keeps on giving. Looking for patriotic gear and apparel for your friends and family? Be sure to check out all of Black Rifle's new clothing designs. Veteran founded and run Black Rifle Coffee Company takes pride in serving coffee and culture to people who love America and each purchase you make helps support veteran and first responder causes head over to blackriflecoffee.com slash Dana to find my favorites and get all of the best merch coffee and apparel in time for the holidays that's blackriflecoffee.com slash Dana blackriflecoffee.com slash Dana listen to the Dana show live on the Odyssey app weekdays noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time to me it's personal I have lost, we have lost Border Patrol agents in the recent weeks that are our friends. Just last night, we lost another friend. It has to stop. The Joe Biden administration has played the border crisis. His policies have created, has downplayed it. He's on record stating that there's other more important things. That is a ridiculous statement. 
and it is a disrespect to our Border Patrol agents. That is Myra Flores. They had a press conference yesterday near the border about all of this, and they were right. Welcome back to the program. Dana Lasher with you. Bottom of our first hour here. And it's, there was a, I mean, I was reading this story. This Border Patrol agent was killed during a high-speed chase with people who entered illegally. They have not yet confirmed his identity, but he was the father of two children. He was found unresponsive by fellow agents. He was involved in a crash tracking a group of people who illegally crossed the border and then ran. And father of two. Joe Biden said there's more important things than the border. I promise you, to that man's kids, there weren't more important things. I promise you that that, to that man's wife, there weren't more important things. To his family, there weren't more important things. To the people who put their lives on the line every single day who are stretched to the limit because this president is more interested in seeking favor with a lawless base by eliminating and not enforcing existing law. I guarantee you to those people who put their lives on the line and worry about whether or not they're going to be able to come home at night even. I guarantee you there's nothing more important to them. Or the people who lose loved ones due to fentanyl and other opioids that just comes freely across the, the border. I guarantee you there is nothing more important to those people. Remember how Melania Trump got a lot of hate because she wore that jacket that says, what, what was her jacket that said, I don't care to you or something like that? Okay, that was like a, a, a jacket that it was already on the jacket and it was a part of like an existing line. Joe Biden literally said that out loud. For all the, the grief that Melania Trump got for that jacket, I don't care to you, and all the one-ups that celebrities try to do to clout chase, Joe Biden legit walked to a reporter and said there were more important things than the border. Literally said that with his own mouth. And everybody just kind of shrugged and played it off. I mean, to me, that's one of the most asinine things that's ever come out of that man or any elected official's mouth. I was shocked. You got to be kidding me. There's more important things than that at the border. Tell that to Brian Terry and his family. Tell it to some of the ranchers that I've talked to down in McAllen, near our affiliate out there in KURV. I mean, go and tell some of those people who have to, who are terrified to go outside at night because of cartel activity. I guarantee to you there's nothing more important than those people, to those people than what's happening at the border right now. But, you know, it's easy to say that there's more important things than the border when you don't go to the border. It's easy to say that there are more important things happening when you just stay ensconced with your security in Washington, D.C., or you go to your beach house in Delaware, or you go and you rent a huge mansion in uh, Nantucket for Thanksgiving, and you bring your cokehead son and his latest significant other, And the kids that he at least takes responsibility for. Not all of them. You know, it's easy to say that when you have no idea what's going on at the border. I mean, what an elitist, snotty remark. It just, it's stunning to me. And to see the way that they situationally care what happens. 
Like, if you're coming in from Venezuela, you're going to get priority. But if you're coming in from Cuba, well, hell, I don't know about that. Wait till they find out that Venezuelans are kind of conservative. That's going to change real quick. Just act like you're a, act like you're a progressive when you come across the border, and then you're fast tracked. But man, if you're Cuban, <laughs> if you're from anywhere around Cuba, not going to happen for you. <laughs> This is not your. You could actually be someone who likes the Constitution. We can't have that. Crazy. I just when you consider everything that they have to deal with, I wonder like why in the world does anybody want this job? I was reading uh, this latest report on Border Patrol agent suicides and their mental health. This has been going on for years now, and they were trying to improve it under the previous administration. You have uh, Tony Gonzalez. He's a representative here in Texas. He was at a press conference in Capitol Hill and he was talking about this report showing suicides hit a record this year. Record high. That doesn't matter. Not to the White House. Remember, there's more important things than these Border Patrol agents and their mental health. More important things. You know, we got to look at these terrorists that, that are parents that are speaking out at school board meetings. You know, that's very important that we look at that. We don't have time to sit here and look at what's coming across the border. Can you believe that there are people out there on the Internet selling things that are $600 and not telling the IRS? I mean, we hell, we need 87,000 more IRS agents because that is the real threat, ladies and gentlemen. People reselling a damn sofa and taking a Venmo payment or doing business on Etsy. Anything like that. Those are the people that we got to get boots on the ground for, but not at the border. No, 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 not at the border. Jeez. There were, it was a truly, I got this is a very bipartisan, and this is part of what Myra Flores was at. It was a bipartisan, a legitimately so, press conference. You had representatives Flores, Cuellar, Soto. Soto and uh, Cuellar are Democrats. Congresswoman-elect, who's a Republican, Monica De La Cruz, Gonzalez, I mean, I don't want to be obvious here, but can I point something out that the left usually loves and and trots out so long as they can affix a D after the name? Can I just point out something incredibly obvious with all of the uh, names of the elected officials that I mentioned? You want me to say it again? De La Cruz, Flores, Cuellar, Soto, Gonzalez. One of the things that Democrats who never go to the border don't understand is that some of the loudest people who understand the importance of having a secure border are not only the people who live in the community, but are also, by and large, majority themselves Hispanic. I mean, when you look at our Border Patrol officers. But see, people like Joe Biden don't realize that. Because they don't go there and they don't talk to any of these people. They don't talk to the people who are down there selflessly serving. They don't talk to the people whose livelihoods are threatened by border crime. I'm sending out an email later today when I was down at the border and I took pictures. And they took us out in the middle of the night because that's when you could early morning. Actually, not early morning. It was like 3 a.m. That's when a lot of activity happens with drugs, particularly. And I, I was out down there with... Uh, Louis Gomer and I'm like is that really when we want to be down here like he's like yeah this is when the most drugs come across I'm like is that when we really want to be down there just because if they if they don't have a giant group of people to distract from a shipment what they'll do is they'll fire they'll fire across the Rio at our border patrol agents 
distract them. They, of course, have to respond. And then what the area that they're able to pull people from, that's when they send something over. And I mean, I, it was just unbelievable what I, it's just unbelievable what Democrats allowed these people that are they pretend to be so compassionate. Did you ever see AOC go back down there except to pose outside of a parking lot and pretend she was on the other side of a chain link fence from people who were fenced in? Remember that whole thing? There, there were cars on the other side of that photo. I don't know if y'all ever saw that. She never went back down there, did she? Yeah. Oh, these people, they're like, oh, we have to, we have to go and help. But they don't do anything. No, when, when people actually come to their community for help, they call the National Guard like they did in Martha's Vineyard. That's what they do. That's their response. They don't go down to the border. They want everyone else. I mean, how generous are they? Everyone else can deal with it. I mean, nothing says generosity and goodwill like outsourcing it to other people and not even giving enough of a damn to even help them with resources. Yeah, Juan's putting up the picture of AOC on the other side of the fence. If you're watching the simulcast of the nationally syndicated radio show, legit on the other side of that fence was a parking lot. You can see the road even. She just stood there and she acted like she was, I don't know what she thought she was doing. Glaring at something? I don't know. She dressed like she was on vacation. I'm going to wear all white out here in the, in the, you know, the heat and the dirt and everything else. And then she pretended to cry, made sure that when she did bend down, it was at a good enough angle that you could still see her, her pained expression as she partially covered her face. But yeah, out looking through a chain link fence with this. I mean, it was one of the most ridiculous damn things. There are cars on the other side of that thing. There were cars. They, they purposely cropped it out so you couldn't see that. And then they ran it like she was looking at children that were just milling around. It just, it's offensive. So offensive. But this report, the crisis and suicides rising amongst Custom and Border Patrol agents, do you, can you imagine what these people see day in and day out? I mean, I've heard their stories. This stuff stays with them. You know, you're talking about moms and dads that have young kids and then they see young kids being dragged across the river by these coyotes and is it supposed to they take advantage of that uh the flores amendment it's just unbelievable now in addition to this here's the other story that we're looking at one of washington times has the headline that biden's going to spend 36 billion dollars to bail out a troubled union pension fund i didn't know that you could just use taxpayer dollars to build out union pensions but okay i mean what you know we can send billions over to ukraine so why let's just spend everybody's money on everything you know who knows now this all came from that trillion dollar plus stimulus fund that was passed back in 2021 the money is being doled out to the central states pension fund largest ever federal bailout of a pension plan you know the and the money is from that covid i like i said the stimulus they called it the covid relief plan but it's that's facing insolvency. So they're going to have uh, the, it, this is the largest ever federal bailout of a pension plan. I didn't know that Constitution allowed for that kind of stuff. I mean, you can do whatever you want if you're D different, King. Yeah. You got to be D different. Like. Yeah. This is uh, the people who do, it's the trucking, car haul, warehouse, construction, food processing, dairy, and grocery trucking industries. And they're working with AFL-CIO. Now, he, I, I mean, I just, kind of unbelievable. You know, they wouldn't be in bad shape from pandemic if Democrats hadn't pushed and some Republicans gone along with them to lock down the nation. You know that, right?
I mean, if we hadn't locked down, can you imagine how much better we'd be off? It would have been the only economy that didn't lock down and we would have been the benefit had benefited from it, especially now when since we learned it was a pandemic of the vaccinated. Now, people out there who are still contagious as all hell still transmitting this thing. But, you know, you can't you can't talk about things like that because it's wrong. Think this FYI. We have a lot more that's uh, coming up, including some of the latest with education and groomers. I mean, if you don't want to be called groomers, then don't do grooming stuff. Just just I, stop. A teacher was saying it was enjoyable to confuse kids about gender. I thought teachers were supposed to educate. And then what's going on in Canada? They're euthanizing 10,000 citizens a year. There was a woman who needed access to a wheelchair ramp, and it was suggested that she just kill herself instead. I'm not even making this up. It's just craziness. Just cra- This world is a crazy place. Uh, we need smog. That's what we should ask for that for Christmas. That's what we should have. Did you know the tart cherries are an important superfood? When it comes to promoting metabolic health, they are a powerhouse. But if you're not looking to chug two cups of tart cherry juice a day, you need to know about new tart cherry gummies. Tart cherry gummies from the makers of Super Beats Art Chews are an easy way to reduce inflammation from exercise and they support immune health. Just two tart cherry gummies are the antioxidant equivalent of 16 ounces of tart cherry juice or 100 cherries. They're vegan, non-GMO, they have zero sugar, and are simply delicious. Tart cherry gummies come with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Try them risk-free for 90 days and see how you feel. If you don't love them, send them back, no questions asked. Right now, you can get up to 35% off tart cherry gummies plus free shipping at buytartcherry.com Dana. This is their best offer available anywhere. That's buytartcherry.com Dana for up to 35% off tart cherry gummies. Buytartcherry.com Dana. Politics, pop culture, and whatever else gets canceled, tossed in a blender, paid for by sponsored hate mail. It's the Dana Show. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter over at Substack, chapter and verse. It's uh, had a few things coming out for you. Uh, also, uh, earlier today, had some stuff coming out. You can find us and like us on YouTube and Facebook and all that good stuff. I was looking at uh, just some of the stuff that, what's his face, Victor Boot tried selling. Missiles to take down U.S. passenger jets, all kinds of stuff. We're going to talk more about this. But man, trading an arms dealer. And apparently the Saudi crown prince was uh, behind the deal. Does that mean the left's going to like him again? Is that going to make, is that going to make the left like him again? I'm just curious. Just, just wondering about that. And then Micah Parsons is apparently catching all manner of hell because of what he had tweeted. What was what? Did, what did you say was trending? They were calling him uh, Maga Parsons. Maga Parsons, pass, yeah. Pass rush Limbaugh. Maga Parsons, and they said that because he had tweeted. He goes, "Wait, nah, we left a marine. Hell nah," is what he tweeted, and then he wrote, "We're still not voting for you." And then I guess the woke mob got to him, and then he had like all of these tweets where he was like, my last tweet was no shot at Brittany Griner. I'm super happy that he's blah, blah, blah. Just spoke to some people I respect and trust, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like trying to, because the woke mob came after him. I mean, don't, I mean, don't not, do not break the law overseas unless you are a lefty celebrity. Holy cow, did you see, I almost missed this one. Did you see what, uh, what's her face? Randy Weingarten, the lockdown all the kids teacher lady. Remember her? So she tweeted out because it's, man, the weirdest stuff is important to the left. 
She tweeted, what a relief, extraordinary news. A basketball star, but also a gay black woman is released. Oh, and yes, of course, we want other prisoners like Paul Whelan released. But it was more important to her that she was a gay black woman that was released. Can I, you know, for the merchant of death. But they just kind of overlook that. I don't know. I mean, that's really what it is. I mean, your score, it doesn't matter what you're scoring off the court. It's, it matters or on the court. It matters, I guess, what you score in life and all of the identity boxes, right? Like, however many grievances you have, if you have more grievance points than someone else, that means you're special-er. That's kind of how that math works, right? We got a lot more on the way. Second hour, bound to make people mad. Let's do it. Stay with us. More of the Dana Show after this. Folks, our great nation was founded on the principle that all men are created equal. But far too many of our nation's colleges and universities, including those in the Ivy League, continue to insist on using race as a factor for admissions. The Supreme Court is deciding on this very subject right now. But there is a unique American college that doesn't discriminate based on race. It never has and never will. It's one of my favorites, Hillsdale College. Hillsdale was founded in 1844 to educate all persons, irrespective of nationality, color, or sex. And it continues that policy today, admitting students on the strength of their character, their ability, and intentions, not their heritage or background. Dr. Larry Arne, the president of Hillsdale College, recently published an article explaining Hillsdale's colorblind policies and its related refusal of government funding, even indirectly, in the form of federal student aid. Read it for yourself at Dana4FORHillsdale.com. And after you read it, please consider supporting Hillsdale with a year-end gift. So please, go read Dr. Arne's article today at Dana4Hillsdale.com. That's Dana4Hillsdale.com. I'm wondering if there, there was that communication there surrounding the Hunter Biden laptop story. So I can't speak to decisions made uh, by uh, by the campaign from here. That is not it, it is a political uh, uh, campaign, so I can't speak from that from here to that from here. I'm covered by the Hatch Act, and so I'm just not going to comment on on the question that you're asking me. Oh, I'm just not going to comment on the question that you're asking. That's see, that's the thing. You don't get a choice in that. You just answer the question that we ask. Where do first off. Welcome back to the show. Top of the second hour. Dana Lash here with you. Kane's already rubbing his face. We're not even halfway through the show, man. You can't be this exasperated yet. You know what? Wait, hold up. Have you told the intel agencies through your little devil, your phone, what you really think? I've done it twice yesterday and three times today. See, because I haven't yet done it just this hour. So hold up, hold up. See, here you go. Got to do it dangerous just you know it's like gilda radner's talk dirty to the animals talk dirty to the intelligence agencies spying on you through your phone Mm -hmm. just like you know like cia like that just that simple very easy i'm joking but no i'm joking Mm -mm. uh so that makes you it'll make you feel better right it'll make you feel better that's just it'll help you so she says she will not answer whether or not the Biden campaign communicated with Twitter during the election and about the laptop story. It's just not something I'm going to answer. Oh, no, you are. Again, go back to my one of my favorite ways of explaining something. We can do this the easy way or we can do this the easy way. Real easy way. It's however you want to do it. And it's important because all of these 
everything that they were doing, they accused Republicans of doing. Exactly. Everything. I just saw, yeah, I saw a tweet from, I retweeted it, my friend Stephen L. Miller, not the same Stephen Miller as that, but he had said uh, that after he stole my masthead, my uh, Ramon's masthead, you twerp, I'm going to message him. He had he tweeted uh, this this old screenshot of February twenty first, twenty twenty. Vladimir Putin doesn't want me to be president. He doesn't want me to be our nominee. And if you're wondering why, it's because I'm the only person in this field who's ever gone toe to toe with him. Probably to compare shoes, but that's it. And then of course he attaches the U.S. You know brings trades the arms dealer for Brittany Griner. Yeah, sure. You just gave him his top weapons dude back, man. His big weapon smuggler. I mean, come on. You just, so what do you think? I went toe-to-toe with him. Good heavens. No, I'm sure. Okay. Sure you did. Sure you did. I, I, she has to answer this question because it's her job. And it's our, it's, we have every right to ask questions about, you know, what, what kind of, what, what did you guys talk about? I mean, we already know that they were talking because uh, Jen Psaki was saying that the administration, and this was not too long even after the election, when she first started saying this, that they had they were in discussions with social media entities about misinformation. So it wasn't even I mean, they've had to have well, we know that they had a relationship. Did they use them as an agent of state to suppress speech? I mean, she she sits here and says that she's not going to answer, but she'll I mean, she can either do it freely or, you know, we're, it's going to happen at some point. The truth's going to come out. The truth will come out. Like this, audio soundbite seven. This, is this Cory Booker? And this one? I think so. Says that they're worried about, he's worried about what the GOP is going to focus on during the hearings for the love. Listen to this. Well, you know, I, I think my biggest concern is we've had a constructive bipartisan Congress. Uh, a lot of the things we've gotten done, we've gotten done together. And so I'm really worried about the House of Representatives, and I'm listening to very closely what they say. But what they're talking about is not their ideas to deal with inflation or to help working families. I'm worried that their focus is much more attacking President Biden, going after his son and doing crazy hearings that are not going to be productive and constructive to what Americans really need right now. Don't you go after his baby son, 50 something year old Hunt. Don't you go after that precious little baby boy. I have a, I had a thought. I bet if the Biden family ever did a live nativity, you know who would be the baby Jesus in the nativity? It'd be Hunt. Hunt would be it. Mm-hmm. I love that that's their nickname for him because it's not what I say when I mentally think it. You know what I'm? Go- you know where I'm going with this, yes, Kane? I do. No further. Hopefully. I call him. I know. Starts with a C. Okay. I call him Crackhead. Is what I call oh, him. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what did you think I was? That's what everybody calls him. What did you think I was thinking of? I don't, don't, don't go I think there. you need Jesus this holiday don't season, go sir. There. Don't go mm. there. So they think it's going to, well, they're going to focus on every, you can do both. You can walk and chew gum at the same time. And also this is not attacking Biden and his precious baby infant son. This is 50 something year old baby infant baby. <laughs> This is looking at whether or not they actually imperiled national security because they were so money hungry. It's it. That's what this is. And as Kane's right, it's not a violation of the Hatch Act to talk about what the administration has communicated to Twitter. 
Oh my gosh, this is the these these are the dumbest arguments that I hear from people. They stop, stop it. But it's we are owed an explanation, and I kind of would like to know how much money they made off of China. Wouldn't you? Because you know they did. It's just how much. They facilitated China's acquisition of the largest cobalt mine in the world. And here Joe Biden's like, let me push my Green New Deal that's going to need all the things that China has. Like what's in this mine that we just had them, we helped them get. Wild coincidence, isn't it? Now let's all go to the Green New Deal. You're going to need all these things that are in this mine that we just helped them get. And we got some money off of it. Hmm. It's true. So, uh. I have a few other things I want to make sure that we hit, too. Also, oh, wait, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Ah, audio soundbite six. Wait, John Kerry is the what again? Climate czar? What the hell does he do? Was he, did Honestly, he actually get to go title? before the Senate and he was confirmed as a nominee and all that? Because if he didn't, what's he doing? I don't know. I just thought he was the Hang climate on, czar. I just assumed he was the climate czar. He's been out there talking about the climate and nothing yeah. but the climate. The weather. No, his role does not require Senate confirmation. Oh, it so doesn't. then it's pretend. If look, dude, if you didn't get to go, if you didn't follow the process, and you didn't sit before the Senate, do the hearing and all that stuff, and get confirmed, then you are pretend. Wait a minute, Democrats had fifty senators and the vice president, and he still wasn't confirmed through the no, Senate. No, 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 because it's they said, oh, his role doesn't require Senate confirmation. Good God! So we don't have to listen to him. Yeah, we don't have to listen to him. But he go, but but even though we don't have to go out there. He uh, and we don't have to listen to him. He still goes out there and, and makes tries to push policies that affects our tax dollars. Two trillion dollar climate plan. This is what he had to say, by the way, about EVs. So we have to be deploying renewables six times faster than we are today. We have to be deploying electric vehicles about 20 times faster than we are today. If you're going to keep the Earth's temperature at 1.5 degrees of increase. Right. Now, why is that important? Because every tenth of a degree above the 1.5 uh-huh. takes you into Shut what up. scientists will say is yeah. really dangerous uncharted oh, territory, scientists which is far more expensive to Scientists said that. You know what else I heard? Scientists told me that he needs to shut up those scientists it's not even there's no consensus on this either by the way you can find a scientist to support anything that you want i bet i could find a scientist that's that could say yes sasquatches can be domesticated and they're real everyone get one sure yeah if i I could find a, a scientist to say that i'm sure i could find a scientist that would say yes eat chocolate every hour it's great right yeah, I mean, I'm sure I could find a scientist that would say, you know, a chocolate Guinness is probably the world's best medicine. Yeah. Pretty sure I could find a scientist to say that. In fact, I found a scientist at a uh, after election coverage one night at midnight. Mm. This was 2016. Hell, I identify as a scientist. Yeah, I met a I met a British scientist. I walked into a pub in Manhattan because it was the only place that was open, and he and he said I looked like I needed. I needed a basket, and it was of their fish and chips. And I'm like, I do need a basket, please. Would you like a pint? You look like you need a pint. I do need a pint. Did we just become best friends? You're a scientist. I am a scientist. So, see, that's how it works. This guy. What does he mean? Let me pull this transcript. When he says we have to deploy electric cars 20 times faster. With what, genius? The chips we can't get? Merp, merp. The materials that make the vehicles that we can't get. 
what the hell does he know? He flies on a private jet. The only time he ever gets on a commercial craft is when he thinks he's going to get photographed. Every now and then, people like John, because he's from the Forbes family, isn't he? Isn't he Forbes? He's like from, he's like. Yeah, no, he married the Heinz lady. Oh, okay. Yeah, that ain't his money. He pretends it is, but that's another man's money that another man earned. Carrie didn't earn his own money. He just marries up. And so I said it. I did. Mm-hmm. And where's the lie? And so he comes from a rich family. He marries it. I don't have no problem with wealth. My problem is with people who didn't create wealth, who want to tell, who want to try to lock down people from creating their own wealth. That's when I got a problem with those types of people. The only every now and then he just gets photographed on a commercial craft just so he can pretend that he's like, you know, but it's, it's always in first. You're never going to see him in steerage. Okay. It's always going to be in first class. What is he? Electric car. People can't afford 20 times faster. Slick. They don't got your catch up money. They can't afford it. <laughs> you got that catch up cash over there? Catch up cash. You got I don't have it. You got it. I don't I mean, do, buy him 20 times faster. Grief. What about the batteries, though? How are we going to do that? Literally, how are we going to do that without destroying the planet with the old batteries? Have you ever seen the mine for, and again, because I have to pay this penance because the world is a stupid place. I don't care if you have an EV. I like gadgets. I really don't care. I don't care so bad. But when I will make fun of you is when you act like you are more holy with the environment than everyone else. Look at me in my Prius. I am better for planet Earth because I'm in a Prius. I'm in an EV. Look at me. I love the Earth. That's when I feel like you should be publicly ridiculed because it's not. If you compare the mining operations for rare earths and then you go and look at, you know, how we do with coal or gas or anything else, there's such an insane difference. Stop. Stop. Just you're going to just put it put down the argument and you're going to walk away forever. It's not it's not even comparable. We have more on the way, including, I do have some wokery coming up for you, and uh, we have some education. Well, it's, a, it's actually not education, I, I lied. It's what dumb people in education are doing. We're going to get into that. TikTok. I hate TikTok. Hey, this is Todd Herman, host of The Todd Herman Show. You might have heard me on Rush Limbaugh's show. I was a regular fill-in for about eight years. God rest Rush. I now do a show out of the high mountains of free America because, you know, I got exiled from Seattle. The ROI would audit, this is Marjorie Taylor Greene's bill, would audit the spending like every other organization on earth of that size. But when you have a Pentagon that can't seem to find $2 trillion, why would they ever allow themselves to be audited? Check out the Todd Herman Show every day on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech. So Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin has issued an executive order directing state agencies to report the uh, fines and suspensions related to coronavirus. He said he's ending all future fines and restrictions in his budget plan, and it's going to also include a reimbursement process for people who paid what he says were unjust fees. So if he if and it looks like it'll probably stick because uh, I, I mean, they control everything in Virginia Republicans now. But they said that if uh, if there were you paid a covid violation when this passes, then you get a reimbursement for that. You paid a fine for it. That is awesome. That is so. Uh, hi, Greg Abbott. Can I do that in Texas? That would be great. 
That would be great. The the if every Republican governor should be on board with us. Every Republican governor should be ripping off Glenn Youngkin right now and doing this. Every one. Every governor should, but particularly if you're Republican. AOC is under a House ethics investigation, but you know what? Nothing's going to happen because D different. That's right. Apparently, they are looking as to whether or not, this according to a press release, uh, this was uh, actually came in from June. There, it, It's the tickets that she got to the Met Gala, which I did not realize. I mean, you have to pay like $25,000 a ticket for that thing. And that has to be viewed as an in-kind contribution. All of, If you're in Congress, you have to add all that stuff up. And apparently she didn't. And so that's why there's an investigation. I get it because they'd be going after everybody else. This is so gross. We talked about this yesterday. I'm keeping it in headlines because I'll talk for an hour about this. What did we have a discussion about yesterday? The self-service checkouts. Yes. Guys and gals, the self-service checkouts, according to a new study are literally covered in feces. Not making this up. Self-service checkouts, according to a new survey, it's the Liverpool School of Tropical Medicine. Is that like a spec, like tropical, like as opposed to regular? They said that self-service checkouts are often covered in harmful bacteria, much of which is fecal matter. They said scientists swabbed 19 items people touch every day, and they were actually shocked about what they found with the self-service checkout. I hate touching buttons that other people touch. You have to see me in public. That's the one thing I still have not totally gotten over, even with coronavirus, because coronavirus made me to be less of a germaphobe out of spite. But the touching of the buttons is the one thing that I can't do. I just, you know, I have, I struggle. All right, uh, also... A man dressed as the Grinch assaults a man in a reindeer costume at the company Christmas party in Traverse City, Michigan. Uh, they said that 30, they were 30 years old. One was a Grinch. One was a reindeer. They fought at Hotel Indigo and they had a punch at, they were punching each other and it was of course liquor and uh, they were, they were in trouble. Stick with us. <laughs> Your one-stop shop for the information you need to fight back. If you're going to have to learn stuff, you might as well enjoy it. The Dana Show. Paul Whelan differently given the nature of the total, totally illegitimate charges they have levied against Paul. Unfortunately, the choice became to either bring Brittany home or no one. As the president said this morning, he will, he will never stop working to secure Paul's release and return home, Paul. and he will not give up. Like New Yorker. All On a personal note, Brittany is more than an athlete, more than an Olympi- Olympian. She is an important role model and inspiration to millions of oh Americans, particularly the LGBTQI plus Americans and women of color. Thank you for God's She should ladder. never have been detained I by can't Russia. You're really pushing my grace here man and we're all like hanging on welcome back to the show bottom of the second hour <sighs> such an inspiration i got okay so i have a, first off i don't ever want to see do you realize that she is <laughs> she was arrested for basically the same kind of laws that biden pushed here <laughs> and kamala harris pushed here right what makes you think i'm gonna take pot to russia just think about this for a second. This is not a question over whether or not you should you think pot should be legalized. That's I'm not talking about that. 
if you are going for, to Russia, where did they've like they killed people if they don't like you? Oh, you criticized Putin. I can't even tell you the bots that came at me because I I, I laughed over the headline about him. You know, yeah, d- dropping a duke in his pants. I mean, I can't. <laughs> it's crazy. The bots that came after me. And I'm like, I'm just going to joke about it more. I will dig in. I will dig in so hard. I am immovable. But you know what they do, right? And it, why would you risk the hassle? You know what I'm saying? You're not going to go over there and I'm going to make a stand and change it. Not that's what I don't think that's what she was doing. But why would you even tempt fate? By going over there and doing something like that, you know? She cannot be that dumb. She is not that dumb. Is she that dumb? She appears to be that dumb. Like, why would you... I, I just figure everything's illegal over there. That's why I wouldn't, I wouldn't go over there. I would just figure everything's illegal. Give me some. Give me... Give me like, your, your bacteria tea is probably illegal. I don't know. Okay. I don't know. You think Russia's got a ban on kombucha? It probably to them looks like pot. Who knows? Freedom is illegal. Everything is illegal. I mean, if you don't like vodka, it's probably illegal. I don't know. I'm just guessing. But I'm probably right. I just, I, I, why would you risk it, right? That is not a biscuit for you to risk it. That is just not something that you should be doing. And they have crazy, and, and, and you're an American, and you're, I, is she a celebrity? Yeah, Juan shakes his head, yeah. Brittany Griner. I mean, I guess she's a celebrity, yeah. WNBA. Oh, man, don't even send me the hate for it because I will just do this more. Yeah, which totally is now. But they could use, they could make it high profile. And immediately, you know, they make it a big deal. It's a good PR thing for them. Why would you do that? If you are, and here's the other thing. If you're a gay woman, why are you going to Russia and you're going to put yourself in a position for them to use you against your own country, uh, at Russia, the country that does not dig gay women. Why would you give them that? I mean, just think about this for a moment. I mean, if you've got to go over there, you should be the holiest holy person ever for that duration. Just stay away from everything. If you have to go over there, why would you risk why would you do it? I don't understand. Hey, but I'm curious. Uh, is she going to keep knocking the freedom that she so enjoyed in the United States? It's so easy for people to be in the United States. I'm not going to say the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm not going to sing the anthem. I don't like all this freedom. And then you find you get a taste of what freedom is not. And you're like, oh, my gosh, save me. Interesting how that changes, isn't it? There's no atheists in foxholes, and there's no people who hate freedom that uh, are in detainment in countries like Russia. Just interesting. So, yeah, apparently Saudi Arabia and UAE announced that they helped broker the deal. (sighs) I mean, I just, because there's, I, I don't know. What do you make of their, Kim, what do you make of their, her thing that, well, it was this or nothing? I, I don't know. I would I have been like, okay, last hour, I, I told you my opinion on it. Why are we 
the United States in a position to have to make a choice of one or none. Mm. Why are we in that position? We should not be in that position. The position should be hella consequences for Russia if they don't release both. Mm. And there should be no other option. Yeah. I don't, th- this is weakness. I think we should send Dwight Manfredi over there. Tulsa King. Have you been watching that? No. Oh, man. I started it. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. It's so good. It's my new favorite show. I love it. And it's and it's not um, it's it's not over the top. I mean, Taylor Sheridan stuff isn't over the top like sex or drugs or anything like that anyway. Um, but it's just really good. Uh, Sylvester Stallone is Dwight, the general man, Freddie, and he's so good. They need to have him just do it. They need to have him just it, go that way. I know it's a fake character, whatever. That it needs to be. It needs to be Dwight Manfredi approach. Oh, you think? Do you think that you're not going to trade any? But you want this guy, this guy right here. I, oh man, it just seems kind of weak. It just it seems um, weak, and the way that the administration says it, it was a very painful decision that you know Biden had to make to bring home Griner instead of you know all the you know Whalen or these other people. Like he was, he's the victim. Poor Biden, he's really the victim here. Let's talk more about him instead of you know these other people. Grief. I I I don't I I just I don't know. It. What does this say though about how other countries? I mean, doesn't this make Americans kind of oh look what well look what you get Russia for taking Americans captive. Hey, what if we do that? Oh man, all these other groups are out there looking, thinking all the other ways they can get stuff from the United States by taking Americans captive. Works out real great for them, doesn't it? It's just a, it's a great, great uh, PR move for them. Great PR move for them. So, but yeah, it looks like uh, the Mohammed bin Salman. He's he brokered the deal. The crown prince that Joe Biden fist bumped and that all the left was like how you you said what did he say he was a he was a uh oh i can't remember what by he, he said he was like an enemy he's he's gonna make sure that he yeah he's gonna be a pariah he's gonna make him a pariah because of the jamal khashoggi thing who was an actually an activist as well but everybody forgets to talk about that uh now what is this so i'm just curious that the left is gonna love him now uh, MBS, if they're going to like him, the crown prince over there. Apparently, he, the Saudis, and UAE, United Arab Emirates, helped broker this deal. Oh, man. I don't know. It, it's, yeah, it, that's true. Khashoggi or Griner, who's better? Who's greater to them? I don't know. Just a million things here. Now, a couple of other things to get into. I was talking a little bit. Texas is banning TikTok on government phones. This was issued by uh, Greg Abbott yesterday. There's a number of lawsuits, including some. I'm pull this one up because this one's from Indiana. TikTok's being sued by the state of Indiana, Wall Street Journal. They're accused of targeting young teens with adult content. I am not on TikTok. I will not get on TikTok. I've had people. I don't. I won't do. I won't download Zoom either. And it's a such a hassle, but I don't care. People are like, oh, can you do a Zoom call? No, I can't. I do not. I don't like to use CCP materials or put CCP materials on my on my uh, my stuff. Not going to do it. TikTok is 
I, I, I definitely do not think young kids should be on TikTok at all. There's something with this, the influencer generation that is so unhealthy. We mentioned briefly yesterday, and the only reason I'm bringing this up is because it's being reported and I'm just done with some of the leftist takes on this. It was it, because Ted Cruz's daughter is on TikTok and apparently made videos and then there, the cops were called and she had an issue and uh, uh, she had said in a video she disagree with, disagrees with most of his views. She's like 13 or 14 years old and they're having the family issue. Can I be real? I don't give a rat's ass what a 13 or 14 year old thinks <laughs> about her dad's views on TikTok. I don't care. I don't care, and neither should you, because we were all so smart when we were 13 or 14 years old, Kane. I mean, you and I might be exceptions, and our listeners, we all might be exceptions, you know, but I, but the way the press, the press was like, she disagrees with most of his views. Dude, she's like barely in her teens, and stop it. What kid didn't at that age? I cannot stand the way the press, the press just salivates over this stuff. They, they are so eager to take down a politician that they are willing to exploit a minor child to do so. Well, isn't that what Republicans do with, with Hunter Biden? Oh, you mean the 50-something-year-old adult male who used his dad's connections to enrich their family and who probably used taxpayer dollars because Biden was sending him money even when he's in the White House and he's out there getting hookers, maybe... Are you kidding me? Stop it. There's no comparison. There was some chick who is like a podcast host. I don't even know who this chick is. She doesn't deserve a 15. I I know that much. And she's like some like 60 year old lady. And she was out there. What? Yeah, you know. Yeah. She said conservatives have been using Hunter Biden's addiction against his father for years. And Ted Cruz's open homophobia may have harmed the mental health of his bisexual daughter is out of bounds no no you don't get to do that yeah we do karen because they're not even remotely the same thing first off just because someone disagrees with an action doesn't mean they're scared of it can we start being somewhat educated and use words correctly because then i you know i i'm really passing judgment also hunter biden is in his mid-50s he is not the same as a 13 year old girl he is in his mid-50s, younger than the chick complaining about, I'm sure, complaining about it, but he's in his mid-50s. And he used his dad's connections. He campaigned with his dad. He enriched his family using his dad's elected position. And his addiction has endangered national security. Not even remotely the same. So, yeah, yeah, we get to do that. Seriously? And they think that they can go after... I mean, if you're going after a 13-year-old, you're a predator. I don't care if it's for politics. You're a predator. Leave it alone. I don't care what the political affiliation is. You're a predator. It's ridiculous. Stop it. I'm so tired of people infantilizing this baby Hunter Biden stuff. Man, this guy looks like he... Man, he... He looks hard. I don't know how else to put it. Like rough in a horrible way. He's he's uh, just he looks tattered. I don't know how else to say it. And he's in his mid fifties. And they were all excited. Did you and the, and did you? That's like what they did with Kelly and Conway and her daughter. 
She's a minor kid. I don't care what a teenager says about their parents' views on TikTok. I think the greater problem is how many middle-aged reporters are slumming it on TikTok looking for content. That's disturbing. I mean, I knew the groomer problem was an issue, but I mean, good grief. Is it that mainstreamed? Oh, I meant it. And people deserve it. They deserve to be called out for this because it's not journalism. It's trash. This is like catty junior high girl bathroom crap. This is this is ridiculous. Man, they're still going after poor Micah Parsons, aren't they? Holy wow. He's still going to this guy. Heaven forbid he had a different opinion. How dare he? Don't you know that you can't have an opinion if you are, if it's remotely conservative or Republican, especially if you're black. Oh my gosh, no, Democrats won't allow that. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. (laughs) It's time for Florida Man. Oh man, so I have one story. I almost don't want to read this, but I'm going to because it's a headline. A Florida man broke into a home and killed the family puppy with a machete. Alexander Delgado. He's been charged with aggravated cruelty to animals with a weapon. It was a break-in on Thursday of last week. He entered the premises through an unlocked living room door, helped himself to food, took a hat, and then he uh, uh, saw their puppy and he stabbed it with a machete and left it near the crate that it was in. I want this guy to meet a John Wick. So bad. I would donate to the Commissary of any kind of John Wickish inmate. I'm just saying, just because man alive, this is infuri. I think that that I mean that to me is that's some. I I'm hoping know. for prison justice. Yeah, prison justice sometimes is true justice. Got to got to be real. Sometimes you don't get the justice, and that's like sometimes the prison justice is a true justice. Got to say. All right, I got to leave that story there because I'm going to get mad. Uh, all right, this. <sighs> Because we got more. Uh, a mo- this okay. So this is a biker. He apparently he was in a motorcycle club and he got in trouble and he decided to flee. And guess what? His race away from the police ended because he literally ran out of gas. <laughs> He's with the outlaws. Robert Wilson charged with two felony counts of possession of a vehicle with altered vehicle ID numbers and uh, Flagler County. He's been locked up and. Yeah, he actually, he got, after they chased him down, he didn't, he wasn't, he didn't resist with violence or anything after that, but um, yeah, he got in trouble and he's, uh, he's got uh, January pre-trial hearing. Good heavens. He ran out of gas. His, his, his uh, effort to elude was interrupted because he literally ran out of gas. Like you just, you know, he had been looking at that fuel gauge going, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Stay with us. We got third hour coming up. But every year, as you know, the uh, the NDAA has some provisions uh, we support and some we do not. And what the president's going to do is he's going to judge uh, judge this piece of legislation, this bill, uh, on its entirety uh, when that occurs. Again, there's a process moving. There's a process that's happening. And so we're going to let that happen uh, in Congress. I will note, uh, just to be very, very clear here, what we saw, what uh, what we think happened here is uh, Republicans in Congress have decided that they rather uh, rather fight against the health and well-being of our troops than protecting them and we believe that it is a mistake what we Mm. they just don't want to protect our troops the way that we protected them at the hamid karzai international airport um you know like that or the way that we protected them you know in those languishing in uh, russia um that's how 
Golly, that's uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre just a little bit ago. Welcome to the program. Dana Lash with you. Top of our third hour here. And that's her answer to the question that someone asked uh, the Press of Ale yesterday evening about the military mandate and the it, that's in NDAA, how the mandate for military as it relates to the vaccine requirement for the RONA is there. They dropped it so far out of the current iteration of this. And it looks like, I mean, the House passed it. Now, what happens with the Senate? We'll see. But they, this looks like it's going to happen. I mean, he's, I don't think that anybody's going to, I, I just don't see that this is, I, I don't see how that, because it seems pretty bipartisan at this point. At least it was in the House. Uh, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin says he wants to keep it in place to protect the health of the troops from, but how does it protect the health of the troops? I mean, has anybody asked him that? How does it protect the health of the troops? Because it's an injection that doesn't prevent transmission. And it's essentially the way that everyone describes it. It sounds like it's just a therapeutic. And I thought therapeutics were bad because that's what we were told from our government for two years, that therapeutics, anything from ivermectin used to treat symptoms to anything else we were told that therapeutics were bad in fact the left was so against them not i mean most many people on the left that they they made up a story that people who wanted to take therapeutics were insisting that they resolved the virus and cured the virus which no one ever said because it's a virus it was all only ever about treating the symptoms so i'm just confused and they know it's a therapeutic but they refuse to call it a therapeutic and they keep clinging to this asinine idea that getting this injection is going to prevent transmission when it doesn't particularly after studies have come out showing that the people who have been hospitalized now predominantly are people who have been double vaxxed boosted whatever to say nothing about you know the free myocarditis that comes with ever could potentially come with every shot Yeah, clots, everything else. I mean, they, when you go to your doctor's office, um, I mean, they've been telling, I mean, they, they, they tell women that if you've had the injection that you have to put off your mammogram, like for, I can't remember a couple of months, you you have to wait to get your mammogram. And remember all of the women that were noticing issues with their menstrual cycles and they were all told to shut up. Mm Mm-hmm. All of them were told to shut up about it and don't worry about it and don't ask questions about it and don't ask questions about any kind of delays in mammograms due to the injection. Well, now uh, a lot of people are owed answers a lot and apologies. So they need to scrap this. This is dumb. This is it's just it doesn't make any sense to do this. It's all performative at this point. It's performative. They, they want to keep it on the burner as a potential emergency like Texas, for instance. Texas still has I was looking at this. Uh, the Republic of Texas, they still have what they call the coronavirus emergency. I was looking at some of this. It came in, um, it was uh, Texas scorecard. So because Texas still has what they, um, uh, they call it the, uh, what is it? The emergency, the emergency actions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so as a result of that, when you they're able, the state is able to do things that they um, are, are, are 
typically um, they're able to do they're able to do things and they have greater power at their uh, at their fingertips than normal because of the power that they're giving themselves. It is an issue. And so why do we have any state that still has like these emergencies? Especially when you look at um, the, you know, hospitalization and people who, the vaccinations, et cetera, et cetera. I'm looking this thing up because uh, I I just don't know why we, I just don't even know why we still have it. Why we still even have this up. Why we still have uh, any kind of emergency, uh, anything still in effect doesn't make any sense now this with the with the mandates i liked what youngkin was doing he was reimbursing people who didn't who got fined for not you know any kind of coronavirus fines he was reimbursing people and uh, he had also given people like refunds for unspent coronavirus you know the coronavirus relief that's smart i wish other states would do things like this because i think that's incredibly smart i also hope that this stays out that in that this mandate this mandate is is nixed at this point for everybody but particularly military there's just there's there's no scientific justification at this point i mean they keep saying well it keeps them safe have any of them actually talked about what that means what is what do you mean it keeps them safe here's this thing i had uh, this is from the yeah, Texas scorecard. 1,000 days in Texas of COVID emergency. And it was first declared on March 13th, 2020. State of emergency over COVID. Now, the emergency declaration means that, you know, by declaring something like this, any single thing that is ordered, whether it's the when they had the mask mandate, when they were forcing people to lock down, when they were preventing entities from just running their businesses how they wanted to and without any kind of influence at all from the state legislature. That emergency executive order steps around any kind of legislative action. So you don't have to have input from state legislature with us. Why do you why do we even have this declaration? Why is this still out here? I mean, I understand because at the time the governor had said that having this state of disaster is he had said it's a key component of these efforts because it allows the state to effectively serve the people without hindrance or delay. I I get that Um, it was supposed to expire after 30 days. It's been a thousand days now. And we're in Texas is only one of 11 states that still have the quote unquote COVID emergency in effect. So why do we still have this? And there were one of the things that scorecard noted, too, is that the Republican Party of Texas last year, the legislature failed to pass restrictions on the practice of overreach and refused to even vote to end the emergency orders themselves. Well, hell, with Republicans like that, why do you even need Democrats? And on November 18th, there was an uh, Abbott issued an extension of the 30 day order. Why? Now, it's, it's set to expire uh, in 10 days. Is he is let's reach out to the governor's office and let's see if he's going to sign if and see if we can get a statement or have him on to talk about if we're going to have if he's going to sign another extension and explain why. Because I I would like an answer 
especially since the legislature has kind of been, you know, sidelined on it. I would like I'd like to answer from the guy. I, I don't dislike the governor. I just I just want an answer because I'm, you know, it's been a thousand days. Come on. And I think we're, you know, having these discussions about mandates and everything else. I mean, it's time. Don't you think so? I mean, what's the emergency, especially when they've uh, all these studies are coming out showing that the majority of people being hospitalized now are those who've already had the vaccine, quote unquote vaccine. Hmm. There was one state rep, Brian Harrison, out of Waxahachie, who said they're going to he's going to file legislation to stop the extensions without input from legislature. Yeah, I don't think that you should be like two years on still able to issue extensions without any input from the state legislature. So let's just reach out and see, because this this latest extension expires on December 18th. Is there going to be another one? And why? If so. So we'll focus. We'll keep an eye on that. Now, additionally, oh, I have other things here. Let me pull this up. The superintendent who lied. We remember we had that thread. Luke Rosiak did a great story where he was looking at the Loudoun County schools and the superintendent who had lied about the rape that occurred in the bathroom has now been fired. Scott Zeigler. The school board voted unanimously to sack him. His without cause, meaning that he's he has a golden parachute about $350,000 and he got a $20,000 raise in July. So he's going to get without cause. That means he'll have a golden, his little golden parachute. And that's even though the grand jury found that at a meeting a month after the rape in which board members debated a policy that would allow uh, transgender students to use whatever bathroom they wanted, Zeigler was, he dismissed any, any safety concern. He had said at the time, quote, to my knowledge, we don't have any record of assaults occurring in our restrooms. And that was even after he was aware and he knew of, as it had been reported to him, that a boy wearing a skirt was accused of violently raping a girl in a school bathroom. And the principal at the high school where the attack occurred later testified that the superintendent had lied. That was that's in the grand jury report. So how are you firing him without cause? So he can have his six figure cushion. What if that was his kid? So it's like a Furyk victory in a way. He's fired, but you're still paying him six figures. The uh, the school board met. They determined that the grand jury report was released Monday. Some of the information on that is just stunning. Absolutely stunning. And the father, I mean, the way that the school went after him, this guy gets a golden parachute. The father of the victim, Scott Smith, told uh, Daily Wire that firing Zeigler was a good first step, but they should have done this in October, he said to Rosiak. He said that justice is going to be denied until everyone who's, everybody whose reckless behavior that was detailed in this report is terminated as well true i just cannot believe without cause seriously i mean you lied about a rape occurring on your your school and you're fired without cause so you get your six-figure parachute and now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for dana's quick five brought to you by caltech i feel like this is not going to go well 
Uh, Nantucket is approving a topless beach amendment to promote equality for all persons. The law is going to go into effect once proper signs and notices are in place. So Nantucket is going to have, regardless of gender, you can go topless. Regardless of gender, you can go topless. What if, I have a question. So if you can identify as whatever you want gender-wise, can you identify top and bottom however you want to as well? Yeah. Or they, you know, you're, t- you're yeah, exactly. That I'm just wondering, you know, because everything is up, you know, it's completely arbitrary. I feel like that's going to go bad. Yeah, it could. You said it, not me. Uh, the board stressed that the approval of the law doesn't imply agreement. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, yeah, it does. I'm going to identify as it does. Yeah, that's, uh, I don't really, that's not going to go well. So there are people are getting mad at Wednesday's Jenna Ortega. And they, she's getting backlash because they are accusing her of knowingly exposing hundreds of cast and crew to the coronavirus during her iconic dance scene. So when she, in Wednesday, the Tim Burton series, which is fantastic, when she did the dance scene, apparently she had COVID symptoms and she later tested positive. And they're accusing her of spreading it. But you know what, though? To work on the set, you have to be vaccinated. So what the hell do any of you people care? That's a fact because I have I have friends that work in that industry and every one of them had to in order to continue working get the shot even if it doesn't matter if you're filming in California or not if you're in the industry and you're in that union you've got to get the shot so I why do they care if she if everybody was vaccinated and all of that why are they even complaining good grief and they're like she shouldn't be praised for working while sick none of you people would have had a job at that point if you had not been working on the film that or the series that she's carrying for tim burton so stop anyway i really did like that series although her politics are garbage but still i think it's ridiculous the way they're reacting we have more in store stick with us when you're stuck discussing politics with your friends who's the most informed person in the group yep you are you're welcome Listen, follow, subscribe. The Dana Show. Can you take a question of the U.S. Africa Summit? Can you take a question of the U.S. Africa Summit? Why is it so hard to take a question on the U.S. Africa Summit when the president is in 50 African leaders, the biggest garden of leaders of his administration? Why is it hard for you to give me a question? It is not hard. I've answered. I've would you let me answer the question or are you get okay okay I, I'm trying to answer your question go ahead sir go ahead I just tried you wouldn't let me go ahead I just tried and you would not let me sir so your colleague is going to ask a question go ahead no I just I literally just tried to answer your question you shut me down so now your colleague is gonna okay thanks everybody I'll see you tomorrow oh, she's mad she's big mad oh, and there she goes takes her big book and walks away that was Karine Jean-Pierre just a little bit ago she got mad and walked off it's weird how we get the same amount of information when she's not in the room as when she's in the room I know that's weird so awful welcome back to the program Dana Lash here with you bottom of our third hour I can't believe it's already hour three this is days gone by really fast uh golly we've had um a million a million things to cover that was he was just trying to ask her a question and she wasn't gonna she also went back and forth with peter Ducey because he was asking her about twitter files and he goes Ducey literally asked her why did russia get such a better deal when he i know he 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 was asking her this was about the griner swap play this audio i put in slack he because he asked her he's like well well well, 
why did why is their deal so much better than ours? Listen to this. <laughs> Classic. Oh, for the love. I know. I feel like I should play it off mine. I got it right here. All right, play it. Why did Russia get such a better deal? Look, you know, I've talked about this, uh, and I'll say this again. Here were our choices. Our choices was uh, Brittany or no one at all. Bringing home one American or no American at all. And, and that's that. professional that's, athlete. We gave up a prolific arms dealer who was convicted of trying to kill Americans, who was called the merchant of death. The professional athlete is also an American citizen. So let's not forget that. Who and deserved Americans and so, so and, 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 and I have explained how the Russians have illegally uh, treated, totally illegitimately uh, treated his situation. I've been very clear on that. Uh, we've laid that all. Have we've you? laid that out for you. Yeah. Uh, and again, the president felt that this was an opportunity to bring Brittany home. He is going to continue to do everything he can to bring Paul Whelan home, just like he did with Trevor Reed, just like he was able to secure Trevor Reed's release. How can you say that he's going to do everything that he can if he said just a few days ago he's not going to call Vladimir Putin until further notice? We were able to do this uh, through um, through different channels, right? We were able to do this uh, through uh, a through different uh, through avenues, what? Uh, what? folks Just from the U.S. government uh, that were able to make that negotiation, have those conversations, and, and secure Britney's return. Uh, so we were, we have been able to do this, and the president has been committed to getting this done. We are still working to secure Paul Whelan. Uh, at this time, Doesn't we're not like able it. to make that happen, but that does not stop us. That will not stop us mm. in making sure uh, that Paul returns back home safely to his family. Another topic. Okay. Uh, you've said a few times. That and then they really we were talking about talk the Twitter about files with all of this. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, hmm, I like. I and that's a great question. Well, what? Because I mean, they released a guy who is convicted of you know conspiring to kill a bunch of Americans. And her answer was essentially, "Well, Russia didn't let us." So Russia didn't. Um, they didn't. Didn't let allow us. it. Yeah. So yeah. So. But we're not going to quit, though. I'm, I mean, you're, they, they traded a terrorist, basic, I mean, he supplied arms to terrorists, terrorists, and really didn't face full, he didn't face full accountability at all. I'm, I mean, this is, can you imagine at this moment, at this moment with Russia and Ukraine? Especially for all the left, the people who put the Ukrainian flags in their profiles. You just gave Putin his uh, an ace. Yep. Good job. You just you just helped him out a lot. He really needed uh, Boots' help, particularly right now. Mm-hmm. How? Wait a minute. Here's the other question I have. So, if you have MBS and UAE, you see, so you have the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia involved in this. I just thought of this, and you have the United Arab Emirates involved. How in the world is that all you got out of this deal? Thank you. How is that all you got? Seriously? If you have the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, you basically have some OPEC countries. OPEC plus here. How are you, how is this all you get? Anybody? How in the world is this all you get? You have United Arab Emirates and 
the crown prince of Saudi Arabia involved in this. And it sounds like he just got told what was going to happen by Russia. And then he that's it's what that's all it was. It sounded like Russia talked with UAE and MBS and someone had asked, well, was MBS immunity part of this? Remember, because Biden had such yeah. tough talk prior about the Khashoggi thing. I mean, it sounds like somebody's a horrible negotiator here. Well, just give us, give, give them, go ahead and give them the basketball player, but the arms dealer, the big bad arms dealer. <sighs> Someone said it's the only uh, interesting trade that the WNBA has made. I didn't say that. Someone else did. I'm bringing you the news. I have more. Someone else said something. I saw a couple of people saying that uh, they traded someone who can't shoot for someone who can. Oh, that's that's not. Yeah, that's too much. That's over the line. The other one was, man, I just. um, mm. All right. I have more. uh, Oh, a couple of things here. So the UK is being warned by farmers that they're facing a food supply crisis. And the National Farmers Union in the United Kingdom said the government is needed to step in to assist farmers who are under severe strain. If you've ever watched that, um, you want to see ESG and big government gone wild. It's the Jeremy Clarkson farm show because he bought a farm and he decided to farm. And it was an experiment. And then he really got into it because he he saw all of how ridiculous the government makes everything. It is eye opening. And so they had this emergency press conference and the National Farmers Union, NFU, said the government needed to step in. Their president, Minette Batters, said that shoppers up and down the country for decades have guaranteed a supply of food, blah, blah, blah. But British food is under threat. The egg supply chain crippled. The British fruit and vegetable supplies are in trouble. They said the price of, of everything from fer- nitrogen fertilizer agricultural diesel for nitrogen fertilizers of 240 percent what agricultural diesel of 73 percent animal feed raw material increased by 75 percent and they said one out of 10 nfu members who produced beef said they were going to they were considering reducing the size of their herd within the next 12 months wow production of tomatoes and cucumbers is going to fall to the lowest level since records began in 1985 and they said that a lot of people are redu- reducing the number of uh, how many head of cattle they got to survive because uh, the market's so bad. UK supermarkets are already rationing eggs, apparently, and over a third of egg farmers are considering quitting the industry because they say it's no longer economically viable to farm hens. Great job. Thank you, ESG. Going to make everybody broke and eating bugs. We'll be able to find fresh, good food, and everyone's going to eat bugs. I mean, that's not, you know, that's not just like... um. Uh, a parlor trick right to get people to you know laughing and talking about bug eating stories I mean I honestly believe someone was saying a whole bowl full of crickets has three times as much protein as a hamburger and is 50 caprillion times grotier you eat some crickets Merry Christmas you freak this is what's what's coming I'm telling you American girl is accused of stripping away innocence with a book that teaches girls to change gender. Yeah, the American Girl doll brand. It's a doll. It's called the Smart Girl's Guide to Body Image, 
And it the parents are saying it's deceptive and dangerous. It's penned by resident American Girl author Mel Hammond. And they talk about gender joy. Oh, my. How you dress is your gender expression. Oh, boy. And they said, uh, they said being transgender is not an illness. Uh, they talk about non-binary and trans. So they push this. And, oh, boy. And they quote that jazz. The guy who became a girl and did a show on cable. I don't remember. And they're pushing this without, wow. And the author of the book, the book's resident writer, has, she puts her, she's one of the, I'm going to put my pronouns up and all this other stuff. Uh, th- why is this a, can't you just go back to making damn dolls? Why do you got to do this? Stop with the, with the fake science. This is not even science. Stop. This is just brainwashing. Talking about, and then they use the term cisgender, which I think is a sexist slur. It is. It's not, I, I don't think it, it is. So I just acknowledge that it's a sexist slur. Man, this, so now you got to apparently rethink uh, American Girl. You used to, they used to be one of the safe things, right? The American Girl brand. Did you ever do the American Girl stuff, Kane? You, had a, you have a daughter. Did you ever do the American? Oh, I don't think so. I mean... I've seen it. Cabbage Patch, pa- Cabbage Patch Kids were big in my I've day. I've seen it. My daughter wasn't big on dolls necessarily, uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I don't have any experience. I just thought it's creepy to get a doll that looked like you. I didn't like that. I never wanted to do that. Like I have friends who had daughters, and they they but their girl their girls would get dolls that looked just like them, and they would wear the same. It's weird. It was creepy. I'm like that just seems weird. I've seen horror films that start out like this or include stuff like this. Like Chucky is one. Right? Oh, yeah. That's Chucky was basically a my buddy. It came out about the same time. Remember that? My buddy, my buddy and me. My buddy. My buddy. And it was weird. And it had the dead face. It was just a weird doll. It was a whole weird thing. But yeah, everybody loved my buddy. Yeah. Man, my buddy was so big. You remember that? Girls were wanting my buddies. Yeah, they had Cabbage Patch Kids, those ugly dolls with yarn hair. And they literally were so ugly, they grew up from the dirt in a garden. Y'all remember the Cabbage Patch Kids? Garbage Garbage Pail Kids were where it's at, man. That's where it's at. Woof. Uh, I saw this thing. One quick thing. Uh, Jackie Chan confirms Rush Hour 4 is in the works. I retweeted this story because... Uh, back just last year in Variety, Jackie Chan declared that he, quote, wants to be a communi- Chinese Communist Party member. And he has long engaged and supported propaganda efforts for the Chinese Communist Party. And he declared his admiration for the party at a symposium last year organized by the China Film Association to study and implement the spirit of a keynote speech delivered by Xi Jinping. And he says, he said at the symposium, quote, I'm very lucky to be a Chinese person. I'm very jealous that you all are party members. I just think the Chinese Communist Party is so magnificent. I want to be a party member, end quote. So remember that when you start seeing Rush Hour 4 stuff. Advertising. I know. Yeah, I don't watch this. I don't watch. We don't watch him in our house. Uh, We got more in store as we roll towards today in stupidity which listen to the dana show live on the odyssey app weekdays noon to 3 p.m eastern time and make sure you find us 
YouTube and Facebook, like and subscribe, as well as on Substack, chapter and verse, the newsletter. I can't even, I don't even think I can tell you the hashtag that Project Veritas is using right now. (laughs) We're going to talk about their huge story tomorrow because this is the guy who, is he the one, he's the one on camera. I can't even talk about any of this. How am I going to talk about this on air? (sighs) This is how you do it. He gave adult sex toys to kids to play with. Like lots of them. But he talks about each of them specifically and whether or not you use certain liquids. And oh my gosh. And it's as horrible as it sounds. Ugh. I'm going to throw up all over my microphone. It's so gross. But this is, and this guy's like an, he's a dean. And he thinks that this is like somehow educational. He said passing around um, these items, he says, kids are just playing with them using this liquid versus this he says i'm reading a direct quote that's really like a cool part of my job and if you thought that i mean if you i'm just going to say it if you were told i want you to envision uh what you think a groomer would look like uh no joke this dude would come up he would be the first person i would think of right have you you saw the dude right oh yeah his name, he's Dean of Students at Francis W. Parker School in Chicago, Joseph Bruno. He totally looks like exactly what you would think. Um, completely. Almost to the point where it's a caricature. And he brags about teaching kids to play with sex toys. And I, it's so, and they, so they confronted him. They actually, so it just, James O'Keefe confronted him and the guy took off. It's something else. We're going to talk about this tomorrow because it is a huge story. Today in Stupidity came. What's even worse, the parents were like defending this guy, which I think was crazy. All right. (laughs) It's uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre. I'm sure no one's surprised to hear that. She's saying that the administration's successes have been, quote, lowering costs and fighting inflation. Let me just say, the vice president has been a great partner of the president this past uh, two years. Uh, You know, the successes that they both have had in the uh, clearly Biden-Harris administration on getting uh, things done for the American people when it comes to the economy, when it comes to lowering costs, when it comes to fighting uh, inflation. None of those things are happening. That's not happening. Not a single one. That does it for us today folks have a great night make sure you find us youtube facebook and chapter and verse on substack back with you behind the mic tomorrow for friday we made it